exactly the way you want it to go from like point A to point B. You end up going from like point A, zigzagging, like backflipping, <laughs> going back 10 steps and then shooting forward again and all of that. So it's it's never this like straight line that we always think that it can be. There's a lot that has like been a speed bump or even a valley in, in my story. Um, so it hasn't just been like, oh, I got my real estate license and now I make six figures. It's not that at all. It's literally been... All right, welcome to Upbeat. Thank you so much for listening in, y'all. I'm here today with Brenda Davis. How's it going, Brenda? Great, how are you? I am doing so good. Very happy to have you on the podcast. I know uh, earlier in the year we had your boyfriend Nick on the show, and that was a really we good did. episode. He was talking about just his business and not knowing what he was going to do till he was actually doing it. And now we're where we're at with his business. It's been great. Right. Just it's cool to see how fast something like that can blow up. You know, just Seriously. but it's not overnight though either. He's worked his butt off. <laughs> yeah. One hundred percent. Another development, I don't know if anybody's following, but he did get into a couple of big box stores, so he's pretty excited about that. So Yeah, I saw that on his Instagram stories. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, it's been cool to see. The stress, like anything, is a little bit much, but at the same time we <laughs> see the light at the end of the tunnel. So it's been cool. Right. Yeah. Well, and you two together are just really, really inspiring. I hope you know that. And just to catch up listeners, you know, I met Brenda and Nick a few months ago, you know, earlier this year at an event. And this is the weirdest thing. It was kind of like a couple's event and I was there by myself. And uh, Brenda was someone who kind of took me up under her wing. We still talked throughout that event. And it was good connecting with you and learning from you and meeting all the same people that you know that was just a really cool thing so yeah um, well i was at that event by myself too so but because yeah. nick was working or doing something else but yeah it was crazy so i think that we just kind of gravitated towards each other um and i think energies and all of that work really well together and for some reason we were both like hey we could be friends and here we are <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then there's this thing called E-Mode. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of made it up with my friend Taylor, but it's where you just get brainstorming on like entrepreneurial ideas. And out of nowhere, you're talking for 30 minutes on all these cool ideas and things that you vibe with. And uh, you and I definitely had that. We could go on forever about yeah. stuff. <laughs> I know. Well, right before you pushed record, I was like, oh, let's just keep talking. I'm like, oh, we should probably just record what we're talking about right now. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever we're saying is probably going to be good for other people to hear too. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I'm like, I hope to yeah. inspire people. Yeah. Well, and you definitely will inspire people. I mean, and that's kind of the cool thing about stories in general and just like people's journey, regardless of if you're listening, you know, whatever path you're on, um, your, your whole journey is a story. Your whole thing is like a movie and everybody's is going to be different, which is sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, just to, I mean, we've kind of breezed over the whole like introduction part, but yeah. for people who are listening in who don't know who Brenda Davis is and what you do here in Idaho, you're a realtor, very successful. 
explain to people um, kind of your your gift, your career, what you're doing? Yeah, so I am part of a team that I absolutely love. Um, I sell real estate here in Idaho. I sell a lot of more of the new construction side of homes. Um, that's more of my specialty, but I do have my resale business where I sell like I guess homes for like any home or any dwelling, anything I can do it. Um, <laughs> I like recently I just sold 38 acres this year. So that was a fun little challenge. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, not anything that's like overly insane, but it was a bigger deal. And then, um, but yeah, new construction's kind of my baby and what I know um, best. And I, I love what I do. My business mind is mostly um, just helping people. Like I, I can help people do anything. And for whatever reason, I love homes. So that's what I get to help people do every day. It's great. Awesome. Well, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to say, you know, being like, I don't think anyone really starts out like being passionate about real estate. You know, you're not a little kid like, oh, I'm just, I just love real estate. (laughs) But so like what sparked that? And I guess you did mention too, your love for helping people like, Is there kind of just that passion for helping people that's really, you know, connected you with real estate in that way? It has. What's so weird is, you know, so I was married before and um, it was like in 2005 where writing out um, like your engagement announcement was a big deal Um, and you put it in the newspaper and all of that. And so um, a couple years ago, I ended up finding the newspaper that had like an, our engagement announcement in it from 2004. Um, and wow. it said, and this was the craziest part, was it was like Jed, who's my ex-husband, um, is like finishing his master's at NNU or starting his master's at NNU. And Brenda's looking forward to joining, um, to becoming a real estate agent and going to real estate school. And then 10 years passed where I was a stay-at-home mom and then got divorced and all of that. And then I ended up finding our safe and in the safe had that article in it. And I found that article um, a couple years after I had my license. So I like somehow, some way in 2004, thought I was going to be a real estate agent. And here I am today. I am one. It just took a longer time to get to that, to that I guess to get to that point <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, well not just like become a realtor like you're freaking killing it too <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm trying so uh, yeah it's been really fun so I guess it's something that I've always wanted to do and it just kind of it took a long path to get to this point I guess when you do put something into the universe, it will come back to you eventually. So yeah, and it's cool to look back on it in that way too. I mean, I'm I'm not the best at like journaling and stuff, but I Mm -hmm. feel like I need to to improve on that, (laughs) and I would encourage people to. Yeah, I had kind of a similar experience recently where like I had friends from high school. You know, they went to some high school reunion that I've I've never been to any of my high school reunions. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was this activity I guess we did where we wrote like a goal when we were seniors in high school and put them all together on this flag and uh, one of my friends from high school sent me a picture saying that I'm gonna get a million views on the internet with beatboxing and it's like you know who knew that seven eight years after that I'd have that video go massively viral and with the beatboxing with the McDonald's cup and I never ever would have planned that (laughs) 
<laughs> but no. it happened, like you said. So yeah. Well, it's so awesome because like I love vision boards and journaling and all of that. And it's really cool. Um on my vision board I made like in it was the right before I like was going to t- even go to real estate school. Um I, I cut out a little thing from a magazine that said I did it. And that's all it said. There was no like context or connotation for it. I just was like, I like that. So I put it on my vision board. And I remember right after I passed my real estate license, I got in my car and I was like, so excited that I passed. Cause I was like, if I don't pass this, I don't even know what to study, but <laughs> I passed it <laughs> and I got in my car and all I said was like, I freaking did it. And I was so excited. And I'm like, in tears by myself because it was like after this test in like a testing center or whatever and I was like I did it I did it and I go into my house where I kept my like little vision board thing like this was probably a little bit later it wasn't like the same day or anything and I see it just says I did it and I was like oh my gosh I did it cross that one off (laughs) so I guess on my vision board I do have like right now um, I made one at last year so I try to update it every year um I have like a g-wagon on there which is so dumb but I really (laughs) want one I that's something I want um but I came close with that because I did buy like a jeep wrangler that kind of looks like it (laughs) so (laughs) I'm like one more step and then I can get my (laughs) g-wagon but that's awesome um, (laughs) just like little things that I put on that vision board one of them was sitting under a waterfall um and i just did that a couple of months ago in hawaii so um i have like firm believer in like visualizing and writing down and um, making those vision boards for what it is you truly want to do um and then work towards it so it's not just going to show up because you want it but at the same time like you wanted a million views and you got it (laughs) or more than that but (laughs) like you you downplayed that big time (laughs) but but it's written down yeah yeah well and what you're saying too it's kind of cool it's like you're just kind of conversationally saying like what you do but it's also like I hope people listening realize it's really good advice for anyone like just the importance of two things came to mind one vision boarding and just kind of keeping it a focus of yours Mm -hmm. what you want to do but also having fun along the way, like what you said with your G wagon and doing the Jeep Wrangler and stuff. Yeah. Like, like it's just fun little things that you know they stand out to you, and it makes the journey not so treacherous. Exactly, and there's a lot that has like been a speed bump or even a valley in in my story. Um, so it hasn't just been like, oh, I got my real estate license and now I make six figures. It's not that at all. It's literally been. Um, my first year of real estate, I sold like two houses, maybe three. The second year, um, my daughter ended up getting really sick. Um, and so I sold and was trying to deal with that. Then the third year, I kind of doubled my business. The fourth year, I doubled my business again. And then like this, the fifth year, um, I did pretty great, but not as good as last year. So it's not as pretty as it always looks on the outside. Um, Because like if you're looking at social media, people are posting their highlight reel and like everything that's good and all of that. Um, I make a few vulnerable posts because I want people to realize like it's not this like you say you're going to do something and it's exactly the way you want it to go from like point A to point B. 
you end up going from like point A, zigzagging, like backflipping, <laughs> going back 10 steps and then shooting forward again and all of that. So it's it's never this like straight line that we always think that it can be. And for people that do get that, amazing. I, I want your energy. <laughs> but um, for the most part, it's like, there is a lot of challenges that happen on, on the daily um, that we just have to overcome and um, either do that with being grateful for what we have in front of us already or um, like just working towards a goal in one way or another. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And I was just going to say, too, I mean, you mentioned gratitude, but I was just about to ask like, yeah. what s- strategies or like what kind of a mindset do you have like when it gets challenging? When things get tough. I'm like, and I've, I've been through tough. It's just looking forward to the next thing or how I can help somebody else. Because I've been like in basically poverty situations all the way to like having dinner in country clubs. Like that's been my life story, um, like even from being a kid till now. Um, and so just knowing that it can always be worse and which sounds like a negative but it really isn't um, because it helps me go, oh, well, I've already been through this. It's just, it's bad right now, but it's always going to get better. And with that, it's just like being grateful for what we have and then just going, okay, how can I overcome this? Or what do I need to do to get past this? Um, Whether it's monetarily, like I've worked two jobs multiple times in my life because I'm a single mom of three kiddos. So um, like if I need to jump in and go to work, I go to work. Just being grateful for what we have is a big deal. Um, taking the time and saying a prayer. Like, um, I don't share a lot about like my faith on social media and all of that, but I'm really big into, if I can't handle it, I'm on my knees and telling the Lord, like, take it, take it from me, tell me what to do. Um, and I've always been provided for, even in my lowest moments, like looking back, I'm, I've always been provided for as long as I, I give up the power of it. And I just, I give it away. I give it to Jesus. And I'm like, Lord, take it, take it from me. And I will do whatever I can and help me, like, give me the strength I need for this day or this hour or this minute sometimes, because it's not always easy and it's not always pretty. I really appreciate you sharing that, you know, um, I think that right there needs to be something increased in the world, you know, just people in their faith, but also like people sharing about their faith. Like there's a lot more of it out there than we think. It's just people, people don't generally talk about it and, you know, praying to God and to a higher power and whatever Mm -hmm. it is you believe, if you're listening in, like, that kind of additional faith to help carry you through those hard times is pretty much necessary. Like I don't think anyone can get through life without having something to rely on outside of themselves. Yep. Absolutely. And like my best friend, she is on her own journey and she's like, I believe in source. And she's like, I pray to a source. And I'm like, well, that's amazing. You pray to your source and I pray to God. And really we're all saying the same thing. It's just in different <laughs> words. <laughs> and so um, that's just where, how my heart is open to it anyway. I'm like, we're all saying the same thing. We're, we all feel the same way. Human nature, we, we all want good. 
but we're here to learn and we're not perfect. And that's why we just have to give it to a higher power, whatever that may be for you. Like for me, I say a prayer and I'm like, all right, Jesus, you're walking with me today because I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And uh, every single time without fail, he's been there for me in one way or another. And it's not always <laughs> like how I think it's going to go. And that's the hard <laughs> part because that's the controller in me. I'm like, oh yeah, right. I prayed for this and it's just going to work out this way. And it's like, here, you're going to get thrown a loop. And <laughs> then I end up learning more than what I thought I was going to. Yeah. I love that. And it's, <laughs> it's true. I mean, we have to go through the the challenges and that's how we were shaped into what we are at the end of at the, at the end of the day, you know, like, and you mentioned your experiences, your background, it's been pretty rough. You've had some really trying times, overcome so much, and there's even going to be more to overcome. Um, but that's why it's so cool to share your story is like, yeah. there's people who are in the crap right now who need the good message and yeah. we'll be in the crap in a matter of weeks, months, years, whatever it is. And <laughs> exactly. we'll need it. Like we all go through that. Exactly. And it's been really interesting from like, but I've learned big lessons through all of it. So like getting a divorce, that was kind of like my very, very first big like dagger to the back, I guess. Um, yeah. And then having a sick child that you have no control over. And I, I took put all of my energy into like helping heal that um, and helping heal her. And then I like was miserable. I ended up like gaining 40, 50 pounds during COVID because that's when she was sick. Um, and finally, like getting back to my own life, um, like I realized if I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of others. And that's what I, I know I'm here for. That's like my divine calling is to help others in any way that I can. But you have to first start by taking care of yourself. And that was so that was a really tough lesson for me because my body just packed on the weight, packed on the anxiety, packed on the, I don't want to get out of bed situations, but if we had to do it because it was for like, if I wasn't there, nobody else was going to be. And so it's, it's not all like rainbows and sunshine um, <laughs> in, in life every day as, as it's portrayed on social media. It's, there's a lot that goes deeper than that, but I choose to share gratitude and I choose to share like what I'm happy about because that makes the world a little bit of a better place, I believe. Because <laughs> um, like, even if you look, you could turn on the news, you can turn on like any, every other post you see on any sort of social media form is bad news. And so why not be the sunshine? Like if you can be. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's a, oh, no. That's a, cool, that's a cool perspective. That reminds me, you, uh, so something we've talked about at that event where we met, and then also when you, me, and Nick have gone out to, to dinner or whatever and talked yeah. about these things, you're also really delved into like this entrepreneurial, I guess, category of influencers and stuff and people online, like, that you follow big, big names, Ed yeah. Milet, Gary Vaynerchuk, those kinds of people. Yeah. What kind of pushed you? Like, have you always been interested in that stuff or what, where was the pivot where you kind of got 
involved with that kind of content and stuff? Nick actually introduced me to it. So we went to an event um, called the Lions Den Live with Sean Whalen. Um, Nick's been working with him and like friends with him for a really long time. I think he was one of Nick's first first coaches. Um, but anyway, Nick and I went to this Lions Den Live and there we saw Ryan Stuman speak. Um, we saw Ed Milet speak and Dan Fleischman. Sean, I love that guy. He's just a bit much for me. Like he's, at this event, they're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like love, love the honesty. Like that's huge. And his authenticity, authenticity, I can never get that word out, but I like him <laughs> for that. Um, but what was so cool is um those other guys have their own coaching groups and all of that. And so I just resonated with Dan Fleischman's energy and he was powerful yet kind and wasn't like asking people to roar and yell. And I'm, that's just <laughs> not like for my soul, that's not where I, I thrive. And so I was like, holy cow, this is so cool. I posted about it and I got an invite from another person that's part of this it was called the Avengers Mastermind and I got an invite to it and um, ended up going to this mastermind and it was spendy like you you pay to play basically but if you want to be around these amazing entrepreneurs and you want to learn like why not learn from the best right so I put my money where my mouth is and Mm -hmm. I went to this mastermind group in Dallas Texas and it was the first time I had traveled. Well, I used to, I love traveling by myself. So, um, but anyway, I <laughs> went to his mastermind group and I met so, so many amazing people there. Um, one of which is um, Jimmy Rex. And what was so cool is Dan was like, real estate, Brenda, you need to meet Jimmy. And he like, out of all of these people that were there, it was probably a couple hundred people at this mastermind group. Um, we were at the Dallas Cowboys stadium like wow. their training, their training center. And we had this like amazing little like daytime event where we were like throwing footballs and like pump pass kick, like just this fun little event. And then there was like a dinner and all this stuff. Um, <laughs> but anyway, while we were there, Dan was like, Brenda, you need to meet Jimmy. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like what was so neat and authentic about Dan was that he re- not only like remembered me, remembered who I needed to like contact and who he could like, what he could do for me. And I think that I took that out of everything was, what can I do for you? Like, I don't need anything. I don't want anything from anybody. Like, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And I learned that like it hit home with seeing Dan Fleischman, like not only talk it, but live it and and do it. One of the women I got to meet was um, Jesse Lee Ward, who was like the biggest entrepreneur, network marketing guru. And she's as authentic at those events as she was here. And I'm like, I just need to be myself because I'm always so shy. One-on-one, you'll, I'm an open book, but in big groups, I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do, but I've learned so much from all these people and hearing Ed Milet speak. I think I've heard him speak like three or four times. I'm actually re-listening to one more right now. I'm on like chapter six <laughs> or something. Book, yeah. It is. And uh, it's just a reminder of like, just do one more, do one more of anything, like do one more rep, do one more phone call, um, like 
walk into one more store, walk, do whatever it takes. But when I was around them, I had my best year ever. And I kind of took a step back this last year because I needed to refocus um, just my energies and like healing myself with like one, like just getting healthy and balancing hormones and all that stuff. So I'm on like 10 different journeys, but um, I took a little bit of a step back on like going hard with business because I needed to take care of myself this year. And I've done that and I feel amazing now. And now I'm like, okay, time to jump back into business again because I feel good again. So I guess the one thing I learned is be your authentic self because that's how like you're gonna be able to feel love. I actually heard Jimmy Red on like TikTok or something. But Jimmy said, he was like, he goes, you literally, if you're, um, if you're not your authentic self, then you don't ever feel authentic love because you think that only people love you for that version of you and not the whole you. He goes, so it's really like filling a bucket that has holes in it, trying to like fill that love. And you never will if you're not your authentic self. And the other thing is, I think it's Jen Gottby. Um, she said something and like, I love what she said. Cause it was, don't be the most interesting person in the room, be the most interested person in the room. And I'm like, you know what, that's how I built my business. So I agree with it fully is just being most interested and, um, in people around you. And that's how you go into networking events and doing anything that you do. Cause who wants to go into a room and they're like, oh, what do I say? I don't know how to be. I don't know what to talk about. And it's really ask questions. That's all you have to do. Awesome. I feel like I'm so excited to get into the editing of this and <laughs> make like a bunch of different clips. Oh, gosh. Well, and <laughs> it's going to be so good because there's literally like so many lessons that could be unpacked oh. from that. You know, everything from the people you're around to the type of content you consume, you know, being someone who actually is interested versus someone who's just trying to put on a facade. Yeah. Um, these entrepreneurs that you're talking about, I've met some of them too, and they're different. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're high performers. Like I've met a lot of influencers who their content is totally different than what they're like in real life. Yeah. And then when you meet these, when you meet someone like Ed Milet, it's like, no, he's a real high performer. He's exactly what, he's portrayed as yeah exactly <laughs> so there's lots lots there and i'm excited to to make some fun clips <laughs> <laughs> well good i'm glad you could use something <laughs> yeah like, there's gonna be a lot of good stuff talk about but yeah it's really interesting just like if you can dive into some books or just like if you want to get better like we have so many amazing people we can look to um and really with how amazing technology is. Um, there was right before I um, even became part of this big, the big coaching groups and all of that. Um, it was Dan Fleischman had put on this free event. It was online and Snoop Dogg talked at it. And it was like, it was a week long and it was for like an hour every single day. If you pay attention to like the, like what's going on around you and kind of like get into those circles, you can find some events. So you don't have to spend 10 grand to go to an event. You can like, they offer free things online all the time. A couple of years ago, Jimmy Rex did a, um, like a goal setting class, like free online. It was like posted on Facebook or Instagram or something. And so I took it and that's when I learned, like, if you journal out everything you want, like write a letter to yourself 
a year for a year from now and like write down every detail from the moment that you wake up to the moment you go to bed, like what you want your life to look like. And if you just do that, he goes, it's amazing how many things come to fruition because you work towards that. So you can't just like write it down and like put it away and ignore it by any means, but like write it down, read it often. And like your energy will start to grow that way um, and do the things that you want to do. But you can find those those things online. And honestly, a lot of the coaching that goes on is they share it in clips on social media. So if you just follow those guys, you're getting all this amazing value for free. So do it. They pick pick the best parts. Like what I was just saying, what I'm excited to do with this episode, they pick the best parts to to post. (laughs) They do. And if you just pay attention, you can probably put together a whole speech. Like if you're like, oh, he said this and then it cut off here and then goes to this, but they just, they chop it up and then they put out 30 second snippets or 10 second snippets because that's our attention span right now. But (laughs) um, what's awesome is like, if you just follow these people on social media, you'll get out like so much value, but you just have to utilize it because we can talk all day long. And what's so random is that people are sharing a lot of the same content, but who you get it from or who you connect with the most is where you're going to like actually hear it, not just like listen to it, I guess. Yep. And so, but yeah, a lot of those guys, you can do it for free. Just follow yep. them. It's all right there. I mean, <laughs> I, I had uh, David Meltzer, who's, he's kind of in the, in the network with them. I didn't see him at some of the events I've been to, but um, David Meltzer, I had him on the podcast recently and he, so he was actually on the podcast too, almost three years ago, Mm -hmm. but people have asked me like, how did you get David Meltzer? You know? And I'm just like, it's the weirdest thing. I messaged him on Instagram. Right? (laughs) It's like it wasn't some big magic thing. It's not like I had some incredible opportunity. I saw him on Instagram a few years ago. I put on the notifications so that when he posts, I can be the first to like comment or something. And then I messaged him and was just like, hey, man, your mission aligns well with my podcast and like the community and would love to, you know, promote your book on my show. And then he was just like, all right, man, let's do it. And he CC'd me with a bunch of his team on email chains and we did it. And it's like, it's like that was out there. I didn't have some magic recipe. Like I just asked. And that's really like the first step. It's so hard to like for people to ask anything right now but you have these people at your disposal especially through social media so and a lot of the times you might get ignored but keep popping up keep popping up and then you will you will eventually get to their attention so yeah um but yeah it's really interesting and a lot of the guys like um mark evans he's awesome but he makes it a goal of his to respond to anybody that tags him and he's like this amazing entrepreneur. He has, a, he's a great cause. He's just super cool guy. And I'm like, if you post anything, he'll repost it most of the time, if it's appropriate, obviously. Um, but he'll repost it or he'll just say, hey, thank you. So like those guys, like they pay attention to their social media and they, they like their mission is to be helpful. If you pay attention to what people are putting out, um, 
like certain credible people are putting out, then um, like you can learn so much for free. And just show yeah. up, you know, not every person will respond like David Meltzer did yeah. for my podcast. But the thing is, is it would have never happened. That's two episodes with him on the show that would have never happened if I didn't reach out. And so you reach out enough to enough people, you'll start to get all kinds of right. opportunities and, and invites and, I've I've made it, you know, backstage at events and stuff like that just because I was there, kind of like what you mentioned earlier, being the most interested person. Mm-hmm. I was just there interested in being a part of everything and I started to become a part of everything. Right. I like offer to help, like stay after and clean up a table or something if you need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever you need to do is just be willing to do it. And yeah. um it's taking action because I sat on the sidelines for a really long time in my life. And um, I think it was just because I, I was scared to take action. But the second that you take that first step, the second step comes naturally. And so it's just like knowing like instead momentum. of yeah, momentum, but don't eat the whole elephant at once. Like take one bite at a time. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, cool. And just kind of, Wrapping up here, I did want yeah. to highlight another thing you mentioned um, a few minutes ago that I just didn't want to not talk about. But um, you mentioned something that I think is really important, and that is you knew this year needed to be about you and taking a step back and working yeah. on yourself. And that, um, I guess, trait, characteristic, I don't know what you'd call it, but that ability to be able to listen to yourself and recognize, okay, things outside are getting way too loud. Mm-hmm. I need to take it back a step. Kind of like what you just said too, with the, not eat the whole elephant <laughs> all yeah. at once. Yeah. But knowing your boundaries and knowing what you need, I think that's a really important thing. So how has that played a role and how can, you know, people listening in start to do that more where they're, they're able to listen to themselves more and take on, only what they need to, or if the world's getting too loud or overwhelming to just take a step back. Yeah. So, um, in my personal journey, I just, I wasn't feeling good. Like I was just tired and I was very irritable and you can ask Nick, like poor guy had to deal (laughs) with me. He still does. Um, but I was like, just, um, I wasn't living in my feminine energy and um, this can be a whole nother podcast because I'm crazy about it. But um, when women, and this is my own personal belief, I think women can do anything. So don't take that in any offensive (laughs) way. But for me, like I had lived in my masculine energy for so long that because I had to be the provider and the caretaker and do all of it um, that it was taking a toll on me mentally, um, like panic attacks and anxiety and uh, just not feeling good. And honestly, putting on a lot of weight because I was so stressed out. Um, and come to realize, like I, I went and I got my hormones checked. And so I did some blood work and I'm working with an amazing doctor right now. Um, and I have, I'm on the right supplements, which I don't take very many because I'm very weird about medicine. Um, but I just take what I need to. Um, and it's helped so much taking that step back. Um, and 
really allowing like my person. So Nick is my person, but allowing him to like take over a little bit um, because I was always so wound tight that I just needed, um, I needed to like live in my feminine energy a little bit more. Um, and by doing so, I take an hour to two hour long bath, like three or four times a week. I, um, I go to the gym at least two to three times per week. I should be going more, but, um, like when I first started, that's where I was, was I take a bath, I, um, read books and I took some time for just myself in the mornings, um, instead of just getting my day and like running, like crazy. I had, I had to take a step back. Um, but I feel like when energies are not balanced well, and there's some women that live great in their masculine energy, but I'm just not one of them. And so I needed to like reset, refine myself again. And that is being more gentle and more kind and, um, like honestly being pampered in, in a way. Um, but it doesn't have to cost a ton of money to pamper yourself. Like take some time out and take a bath. Um, I like, I was going and getting my nails done, um, every three weeks or whatever. And now like, I, I feel the most feminine and live in my feminine more now than I have in years, but I haven't gotten my nails done in like six months because I wanted to take a break from that. But there's just some certain things that like you can live in your feminine and not have to be like super high maintenance feminine, if that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) And what's so cool about it is, well, I got a number of things in my head, but yeah. first I'll say, you know, thank you for sharing that. I think it'll impact more people than we, we even know. Um, I relate to it, even though I'm not a girl, but like I was raised by a single mom and I know that she's had to be the man and the woman and be everything. And it's been really hard for her and for our family. And the thing is, is divorce rates are through the roof right now. And there are so many people um, who are struggling with really honing in on the energies that are natural to them because they have to wear other hats (laughs) to make it work. And so I think that just taking um, like my biggest like advice for anybody that is living in an energy that they don't want to is take some time every single day, whether it's a minute to like two hours, like my two hour long baths that I take. But um, there's just take a little time to do something that brings you joy. And whether that is like painting your fingernails um, or taking your bath or like going for a walk, um, just take that little bit of time for yourself of doing something that you really, really love because it will help like calm your nervous system for one, but then also just help you to just feel better. And for men, like getting into your masculine, like it could be like going for a walk in nature, like, I mean, just something that you can do that just makes you feel more manly. I like starting a fire. Yeah, start (laughs) a stinking fire. I mean, in an appropriate place. But yes, just do something that kind of brings you back to like your primal state, and it will make a world of difference for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's 
that's amazing. So thanks so much for sharing that. Yeah. And it's kind of the essence of upbeat too. You know, why I started the podcast in general yeah. is to find what makes you upbeat yeah. on your journey because there's always there's always going to be a negative option, you know. Yeah. So we got to find the upbeat parts to to focus on. Absolutely. Well, hopefully we do that today. Hopefully we did Yo, that. We definitely did. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm like, I appreciate you and everything that you have brought into my life. Um, I don't, I don't think that you realize that like the conversations that you and I have had have meant the world to me um, as well, because one, I love sharing and just being, being helpful if I can be. But also, I just I appreciate your friendship. It was a fast friendship, but I think that we met for a reason. And I've said that to you multiple times. Um, but I'm I'm grateful for for you and for this beautiful platform that you've put together and helping people. I think it's amazing. I appreciate that, and definitely yeah. likewise. You know, we're we're definitely. It's just one of those things you can't explain, but we've talked a little bit about energy today yeah. and we've talked about energy before too, just in Instagram and stuff, but yeah. that was the energies that day at that event. And I think it's right. a really important thing. So thanks for sharing your story of and course. for jumping on the podcast with me. I almost forgot, oh, but yeah. um, I got a beatbox our yes, way out of this. Yes, you have to. And well, that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me just to say your name, or it was like, is there a real real estate thing you want me to plug, or anything like oh, that? Oh, that you know what would be cool is because I can share that. Is the Mike Brown group put that somewhere in there would be freaking so cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do it. I love it. Thank you. Brenda Davis. And the Mike Brown. Mike Brown group. You were the best, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that talent just makes me so stinking happy. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah, that's why I like to Parker. still do it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it makes me happy every single time I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on no Upbeat, Brenda. <laughs>